everyone, and welcome. Today, we are excited to report on what Debbie and I did from our interview with Sapna Doshi. If you missed the first episode on the Business of Life podcast, please take a listen wherever you get your favorite podcast episode because you won't want to miss it. Hello again, it's Barb Zant, a media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, the stay-at-work mom, and fashion stylist. Hi there, it's Debbie Lundberg, author of Remote Work Rockstar and the founder and CEO of my national firm, Presenting Powerfully. Debbie, let's first talk about the one thing that you did immediately following Sapna's episode. Well, immediately following Sapna's episode, I purchased Michael Singer's book, The Surrender Experiment, and started listening to it on Audible, and I loved it. And there were times in that book that was like, no way, no way did this happen. So if, if people, if listeners haven't read it yet or listened to it like I did, what a tremendous quote unquote experiment that he did. And I see how Sapna was highly influenced by his approach. Since then, I've spoken with Sapna and found out that he is not doing talks right now, but when he does, I've asked her if she would include include us. If you want to go, definitely. I said I would want to go, and I figured you would. And uh, so we may get to meet him. He's from Florida. He is from Florida. And I've actually even heard you now recommend this book to several people since our episode with Sapna. Yes, yes. While we're on in Zoom meetings and uh, speaking to one another remotely. I, I have been. It's a. It's just a really interesting. What I did with it is, I started listening to it each day when I came back from running. I had that that time period where I had some blisters, and I would soak my feet and listen to it. And it was it was still well before seven a.m. And I would listen, and then I would just listen to it here and there. He's he's compelling, and he's not. Uh, He's forthright, but he's not cocky. It was, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, what he accomplished is pretty tremendous. Well, that book is at the top of my list, and I love to read just as much as you do or listen um, when I can. So I've got one more book ahead of that. I cannot wait, wait, wait to, to add that. So I was super excited to try the water immersion. So we've talked about that before. I really thought I would love it, and it wasn't my favorite. Now, I don't have a pool, and I know you do, so I can't wait to hear if this was something that you did try, but I had it on cold in our shower, and our shower did get pretty cold, but all I wanted to do was to turn it off. Um, I've heard great things of, of not only what it can do to jumpstart your day, which is what I think one of the reasons why Sapna liked it and many others also have that in their morning routine. I've heard it could be good for your hair, like to close the, call the, what is the, the follicles, like right, you know, before you, you get out of the shower. But I, I just, I, I didn't love it. Well, did you try that one? I did. The, the added challenge for me is, you're right, we have a pool. It wasn't very cold. And then our our house was built in 1956, but we have a, a new hot water heater. But it's, I think because we're a ranch and because I don't know the way everything works, I'm not gonna claim I understand all of it, but 
our shower does not get cold. And I knew this because when you're talking about your hair follicles, when we moved here, it was one of the things that I stopped doing was doing that at the end. So I'm glad you brought it up because apparently I used to do it, but I only did it for the, the hair and skin portion of it. We do have a soaking tub and I attempted it there. I mean, I was really attempting to make this work, Barb, and it really wasn't very cold. I mean, it was cool, but it wasn't that like shock. So I'm thinking since you and when we can travel, if you and I can go to one of those cold springs or uh, when we were in Mexico, not you and I, but when Michael and I were uh, a while back, there was a, the room we had, that was when I got my hole in one and we won that eight days of a night trip. And when you went out on the balcony, instead of it being a hot tub, it was a splash tub and it was cold. Fabulous. Now, inadvertently, apparently I did what Sutton suggested, but I didn't realize it was cold and it um, that was not, I wasn't thrilled then. So I'm willing to do it, but my efforts were mediocre at best simply because of the temperature. Another thing that Sutna talked about that really um, spoke to me and lit my fire because I have been very passionate about it for years is the time blocking. And I have been very, very intentional on the time blocking, but I thought it was a perfect time to look at my schedule. And since it is changed, we are all working remotely now and we have lots of Zoom meetings and um, they're back to back to back to back that I relook at the blocks that I had in place and make sure that you know they work for me now. And so I made a couple of adjustments and something that she talked about uh, a few times throughout her episode is that that self-care and that personal care and that is so important right now. And I really was lacking that in the time blocking. So I made adjustments to that and it reminded me to you know talk about my best practice you know within my my team at work and also my, you know, my tribe in my circle, because it's something that I know you do. So many, Sapna mentioned it, and it's just a great reminder to make sure that, you know, what worked maybe a month ago, we make adjustments to that and making sure that it's working for us all we can um, here and now. What about you, Debbie? So my adjustment was somewhat similar to yours. I went from the 10,000 steps before sunrise to that 100 days of it. And in this time period, as we were interviewing Sapna and got to learn from her and have her good energy, I switched to a marathon a week, which did allow me, it allows me if I want to, to have a day or two of rest. And with the heat and humidity, there have been some challenging days. And, and I was sharing this with you, Barb, not on the show, but that one of those days I was so depleted. And I mean, I do this regularly and I was dehydrated and depleted. And that next day I did not go running in the morning and, and do that. And when you block your time differently like that and you say, okay, this is self-care. It doesn't have to be quote unquote, have to be running, but it was about that, like the body renewal. So mine was, a, was definitely a tweak in a similar way in that it, it was almost as though our timing, which as you and I believe there are no coincidences, worked to that advantage of saying, hey, by the way, it's, it's a marathon a week now, which means I could run six miles, you know, four days and just have a couple miles one other day instead of the 10,000 steps every day. 
uh, before sunrise. So yeah, it was really great timing on it. And I don't know if somehow subconsciously I dehydrated myself so I could have that, that time blocked for something different, but in the long run, it, she's right. And you are right. You've always been, you've been consistently dedicated to time blocking and hopefully our listeners think about that, that you know what, go through and figure out what you want to accomplish in those areas of, of. The, the block, that area that you choose, whatever you want to call it, if it's personal time or self-care or if it's work and then you're, some people are still doing school, if you do school year round, but make it work. Make it work for us now. Personal yes. care, you know, that is a, a common, common theme, common denominator that we see often, uh, making sure that we are getting that in. Um, of course, everything, like even when I, I saw a smiling face, it just makes me want to smile. And I know that we are going to have her on again soon. But she talked about right at the beginning on working on someone else's problem. So if you feel stuck and you're working through something and you just can't move forward to focus on someone else, someone else's problem. Mm-hmm. And gosh, that was eye opening to me. And it makes perfect sense. And that was something that I implemented right away. And boy, it just, you, you immediately, your shoulders drop and you just feel better when you're focusing on someone other than yourself. Yes. What a great reminder that, you know, get out of our own way, get out of our own way. And and I know she consistently does that and practices what she promotes. And now we have that in our, in our grasp and in our plans as well. So it was a wonderful interview. And I hope the listeners enjoyed it as much as we did. So before we get to how we can get our hands on the 11th book that you just wrote, what, is there any last thoughts that you had on Sapna's episode? Sapna brings such a joy-filled, quiet confidence that she tends to just make it feel good around her. I know she's very observant. At the same time, she's not judgmental. And it's a really wonderful combination and gift that when people are around here, we feel welcomed and good. And I I encourage everybody to think about that. Like what is, you know, in, in my practice, I say how you present is how you are remembered. And also when I'm coaching people, I'll also say your presence is your lasting impression. And so her presence certainly gives that lasting impression of a open-minded, collaborative leader. And what a, what a wonderful way to live your life. So that I'm glad you gave me the opportunity because I think you and I may have talked a little bit about that uh, in a phone call just because we were so excited. And, and remember everybody, that lasting impression, it's because of your presence. And even if it's virtual, and virtual doesn't mean always video. Sometimes virtual is on the phone or via an email. So I, I take that when I'm around her each time. I love that joy-filled, quiet confidence. I would love it was if somebody said that about me someday. What a great impression to leave. Leave and she's so calm. That calming effect. So beautiful words. So Debbie, while we are on quarantine, you of course are so productive that you wrote your eleventh book. Tell us about it and how can we get it. 
Oh, thanks. And you contributed. So thank you. Remote work rock star. You can see a picture of it behind me. I have one here. They're not ever too far away. It's, it's uh, really wonderful to see how it's been assisting workers and leaders to be able to be productive and enjoy their lives while working in a virtual environment, even if that's offsite and not quote unquote in their house, but how that works. So debbielundberg.com or they could Google Debbie Lundberg and Remote Work Rockstar. It's available on Amazon. Google has, I'm proud to say, great reviews. So thank you for your contribution. Thanks for asking about it. But Remote Work Rockstar, they are made, not born. So consider getting that, that uh, guidebook. Yes, go get that book now. Thank you. And please know, listeners, that you can follow Debbie and I, um, myself on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom, both Debbie and myself at TBO Masterclass Podcast, and Debbie Lundberg everywhere. So stay tuned. And if you like what you heard, please rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you five-star guests and inspiration. So joining, thank you again for joining us on The Business of Life, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. 